The opinions expressed by Karen Scott Mims and the guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this podcast platform. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information that's considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risks and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendation appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor whom you have specifically retained to determine if it's suitable for your specific situation. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subjects covered. Investment advisory services are offered through Brookstone Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Harbor Point Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and dependent agents. Income regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Income regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance products and guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Brookstone Capital Management. Most people simply ignore taxation through the four phases of your wealth. Instead of understanding the three tax buckets, you arrive at retirement with a huge 401k in the tax-deferred bucket and ignore the taxable and, most importantly, the tax-free bucket. How can the middle-class millionaire, average Joe and Jane, be so unprepared about how to protect their wealth using tax loopholes like the wealthy one percenters do? Easy. Welcome to the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. This is a show about tax-free wealth. Financial advisors sell rate of return. Annuity salesmen sell what else? Annuities. And part-time tax preparers sell a 1040 to submit on April 15th. But the real goal is to implement strategic tax planning. We invite you to take the journey and explore the path to the 0% tax bracket. It's time to divorce Uncle Sam from your wealth. And now, your host, noted tax attorney and private wealth strategist, Karen Scott Mims, Esquire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, we have an absolutely fabulous show for you today. Our show is entitled Climbing the Roth Conversion Ladder. Yes, we are going to do a little bit of pre-election tax planning. So stay tuned for the ride. I'm going to start by talking just very briefly about the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. So it was signed into law on December 22nd, 2017. It became effective on January 1st, 2018. And of course, it's scheduled to sunset in 2025. Now, we are not going to for one minute deny that its purpose, plain and clear, was to provide tax benefits for the wealthy 1%. But as a crumb for the remaining 99%, your average overtaxed middle-class investor, there were two very important benefits. Number one, lower tax brackets, and number two, wider tax brackets. Let me go through and explain that through the use of an example. So let's talk pre-legislation and post-legislation. For example, and I will provide four examples. Example number one, if you had $160,000 of household income pre-legislation, you were in a 28% bracket, Post-legislation, you are in a 22% bracket. What about $200,000 of income? Pre-legislation, you're in a 28% bracket. 
post legislation, you're in a 24% bracket. $400,000 of income, pre-legislation, you're in a 33% bracket, and post-legislation, you're in a 32% bracket. And for $600,000 pre-legislation, goodness gracious, you are in a bracket of 39.6%, and after post-legislation, you're in a bracket of only 35%. Now, I bring this to your attention because I notice that you have been procrastinating. And while I wholeheartedly agree with you that as we sit in a pandemic in which the unemployment rate is astronomically, unbelievably high, we sit at a time when, quite frankly, the extra $600 per week has ended and has not been extended as of yet, if it's ever going to be, where the federal moratorium against evictions has also expired. It's a time of great uncertainty. I wholeheartedly agree. But I would also say to you that there is some certainty that I think we should focus on. Number one, the certainty that after 2025 or even earlier, we are going to go back to higher tax rates. And certainty that now is the time to start working yourself towards the 0% tax bracket. You're listening, of course, to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor, representative, accountant, estate planner, and certainly my favorite role, private wealth and tax advisor. So with Sam and Susie, and their next door neighbors, Average Joe and Jane, all middle class millionaires, I asked them a very important question. I asked them, if you know that rates are going to increase, obviously, back to pre-legislation rates, we know that that's going to happen. But what if they not only did that, but they increased by another 25% or another 50%, and what if they did so before the end of 2025? In reality, what if they did so next year? So we've got a lot to cover. Obviously, my goal is to take you from education to empowerment. And so I'm going to tell you five different things that I think we need to uh, make sure that you understand as we move forward. I want to make sure that you understand the four tax buckets. I think you do. I want to make sure that you understand the five basic types of IRAs traditional IRA, Roth IRA, inherited IRA, self-directed IRA, and stretch IRA, the latter of which we're certainly going to talk about in an entire series in a couple of weeks. The three categories of income, earned, passive, and investment, and then an understanding very briefly of tax-advantaged accounts. And so I know we understand the pre-tax accounts. We understand the after-tax accounts. I will share with you, though, two accounts that I think we kind of forget about. So the HSA and the FSA. And if you're wondering if we had to compare HSA versus FSA, HSA is health savings account, triple tax-free benefits. I would think that we are all participating and contributing to that account and not only contributing, but we're actually using it as the investment account that it is intended, quite frankly, to be. That's one of the great benefits that it has and that we're not even paying the health expenses from that. And you're going to see why in just a few minutes. The FSA, of course, is a flexible spending account. That is an account. Both of them are accounts in which you put pre-tax money. 
Obviously the HSA is not a use it or lose it account. And we'll see, like I said in a few minutes, why we wanna understand that. And then the fifth thing I would say is the difference between a Roth contribution versus a Roth conversion. Roth contribution, right? You're making money directly or putting money directly into a Roth IRA. Um, you're concerned about deductibility, that kind of thing. We're talking here though about a Roth conversion. We're taking money from the tax deferred bucket and putting it in the tax-free bucket. So with that being said, I introduce you of course um, to Sam and Susie, as I said, and Average Joe and Jane, their next door neighbors, all middle-class millionaires. And Sam and Susie are running My Wealth LLC our average Joe and Jane. And what's interesting is that Sam has made two very bold statements um, about his running of My Wealth LLC. Statement number one, he has said that they have done everything right and they have followed all of the rules. Whose rules? The tax starved government, right? That is really kind of focused on the wealthy 1% and not the other 99%. Okay. Statement number two, he says, absolutely, we're profitable. We've never had a foreclosure, a car repossessed. We have a very lovely home. And I find that so interesting, those two statements that he's made, because the real truth, should he ever attempt to go on Shark Tank, Mr. Wonderful would eat him for lunch, okay? Why? Number one, because they don't know their numbers. And number two, because they have this vendor, the vendor that they owe the most money to that they have ignored, refused to pay, refused to even address the issue. And you know what I think is really interesting? Sam and Susie have just kind of had their head in the sand, if you will. And I think that the offer as it stands is really about to be snatched off the table, right? Um, and by the way, this vendor has a levy um, against their funds. I'm not sure why Sam and Susie are not paying attention to this. You, of course, are listening to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, The Path to the 0% Tax Bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor representative, accountant, estate planner, and certainly my absolute favorite role, private wealth and tax strategist. Our show for today is entitled Climbing the Roth Conversion Ladder. Now, in our last few minutes that we have before I go to break, I will say to you, after sitting down for a couple of hours with Sam and Susie, I finally began to understand what is causing their mental block. Sam and Susie know that they owe this vendor a lot of money, but they had never really actually quantified that cost. And so we did this series of reports. It's five reports that we run um, when we're considering kind of buying out this vendor. And so we ran those reports and it was amazing. At first, Sam and Susie were shocked. Then they were happy at the buyout opportunity, but sad because they both thought erroneously that the offer was all or nothing. In other words, they thought, oh my goodness, we have to pay the vendor just at one time. And so what we helped them to see was that, no, what we need to decide is the best and optimal strategy as far as how to pay off the vendor. And that's not going to be all at one time, given their assets. It is going to be over a five-year period, for example. And it was interesting Sam and Susie learned that what we were talking about was being smart. When I say smart, we're talking about having a strategy 
only after we've done the math and analysis so that in their retirement, they are in a tax favored status. Well, let me say this, as we go to break, there were five questions that they wanted to have answered. Um, and certainly we, we did that for Sam and Susie. What we sat down and did, um, in addition to that, was that we had, number one, a financial plan. And not just any financial plan, it was a tax-efficient retirement plan because Sam and Susie, like most of right the our clients that we have, um, they actually have real estate in their portfolio. They're either um, have rental real estate, they're trying to buy more, maybe they're trying to get rid of it. We have some like depreciation recapture issues that we have to talk about, right? So we have this financial plan. Then we have, right, five different reports. We had the Roth conversion calculator report. I think that was the most important report for Sam and Susie um, because it allowed them to see exactly how you go about having the information in order to make an informed decision. We simulated, by the way, the 1040s for that five-year period that we were going to do this five-year Roth conversion. Um, We talked about the different five-year rules. There's a five-year rule that relates to a Roth contribution, but then there's a separate and different five-year rule that relates if you're having a Roth conversion. Um, And so the bottom line is that we were preparing Sam and Susie for the distribution phase. We know that that is the phase and when we want to have tax efficient withdrawal strategies, we want to have the right amount allocated in the right buckets. It is literally the idea of focusing on tax diversification rather than asset allocation. And so I will say to you, typically when we talk about this Roth conversion ladder, people kind of use that as a term saying that, hey, if you want to kind of retire at 55, you're 50 now, you want to have tax-free and penalty-free withdrawals, that's what you want to use. But I will say to you, it is just as important to consider the ladder at age 60, because Sam and Susie, by the way, are age 60. And so it is really just deciding, once again, the optimal strategy and the most important tax strategy that you can use is one that you completely understand. I will say to you that it's complex. I completely understand that it's complex. And that's why we're not asking Sam and Susie to go to loan. Sam and Susie obviously have come to the point where they realize that they're smart enough to realize that they can't go to loan, that no amount of being on Google, even 10 hours a day, is going to turn them into a tax attorney. In case you have just joined us, you, of course, have been listening and are still listening to the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. It is all about being in the 0% tax bracket, 0% income, 0% capital gains, 0% estate, 0% excise, and 0% inheritance tax. Now, I will say this. We're going to take a little break. We're going to talk all about exactly what um, was done for Sam and Susie. But before we do so, I will say to you, if you are age 55 and older and this is all making sense to you and you have decided it is time to stop procrastinating, certainly feel free to give us a call. The number is 866-621-6660. Again, that number is 866-621-6660. So we are going to talk about a lot of very detailed issues when we come back from the break. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned.
Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you shouldn't ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. And how about tax efficiency? Are you overpaying or are you keeping every dollar you're entitled to? Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely isn't fun. That's why Harbor Point Wealth Management works to help make sure you aren't paying more in taxes than your fair share. They have a complimentary report to help make sense of taxes and how they can impact your retirement. Get it today. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Don't do the IRS any favors. Get your complimentary tax report from Karen Scott Mims and Harbor Point Wealth Management today. Just text the word tax to 301-900-5758. That's the word tax. Text it to 301-900-5758. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Harbor Point Wealth Management are independent of each other. Welcome back to the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. And now, your host, noted tax attorney and private wealth strategist, Karen Scott Mims, Esquire. Welcome back to the second half of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, affectionately known as your tax ESQ. And you know that in this second half of the show, we like to call this, right, tax liabilities and loopholes. And we talk about how to legally, ethically, and morally disinherit and remove the tax levy, the tax lien, or any other type of tax encumbrance that is against your otherwise perfectly happy money that you thought would be 100% yours in retirement. In reality, we know the 60-40 split is unfortunately still there. And we're talking about the buyout opportunity, quite frankly, and whether, right, not whether, how to take advantage of that. So in the first half of the show, we actually introduced you to Sam and Susie and their next door neighbors, Average Joe and Jane. And we really talked about and focused on two buckets. So we focused on the tax deferred bucket and the tax free bucket. And in the tax deferred bucket, basically what Sam and Susie and Average Joe and Jane had decided by keeping money there is that they did not know, right, what their taxes were going to be. They were kind of taking the same approach as when you go to a restaurant and you say, I'll have the lobster. How much is it going to be tomorrow? And they say, it's market rate. That's always the answer, right? And so this is really about being a little more savvy and moving money and getting that money into bucket two, which is the tax-free bucket. Now, we said at the beginning of the show, that our podcast for today was entitled Climbing the Roth Conversion Ladder. Now, typically when people hear the term Roth Conversion Ladder, they're thinking about the whole idea of someone who is much younger and someone who is planning how to do a conversion over a five-year period in order to get to a point if they're going to retire early, i.e. at age 55, and getting to a point of having tax-free and penalty-free funds for the last five years, right? Or the for the first five years of retirement. I would venture to say that Roth conversion ladder is a concept 
that applies to anyone, quite frankly. And it's a concept that I think needs to be considered, especially in this instance, Sam and Susie are age 60. And so if you get to age 72, then you know you start having requirement of distributions. And so it becomes what's the optimal situation for them to take the period before age 72 and to get rid of that tax deferred money. And like I said, I think there's been kind of this constant thought that and fear of people that it needs to be done all at once. And so that's what we're talking about in this scenario. So we looked at Sam and Susie's balance sheet. We performed the very detailed math and analysis because after all, this is a math problem. We are giving them five separate reports that give them the data that they need in order to make an informed decision. Number one, would the Roth IRA be beneficial if they're doing it at age 60 or beyond? Number two, what would be the best number of years over which to perform the conversion? Number three, what would be the best strategy for bracket management? Number four, is it necessary to perform the conversion on all of the tax deferred funds or just some of them? And number five, what is the optimal conversion amount taking into consideration their other income? These are all very good questions. And once again, we wanted to make sure that they were answered for Sam and Susie so that they can make an informed decision. Here's where it gets a little bit interesting. Average Joe and Jane were listening to all this and it was at this very moment that Average Joe says, you know, I don't really have to worry about any of that because I've kind of bypassed, I've done something different. So Average Joe says that on his balance sheet, he has $1.2 million. He says $500,000 admittedly consists of tax deferred funds in a traditional 401k. But he says that he has 700,000 of which he referred to it as Roth IRA money. And so I asked him, are these funds in a Roth IRA account? And he said, no, he had done something even better. He said each year over a 30 year period, he had made a contribution to a traditional IRA. He was proud to admit that he had purposely and intentionally not taken the deduction for this contribution, because of course, typically when you make an IRA contribution, you take a deduction, right? So when I asked him why he had not done this, he said, because he wanted to have all Roth IRA funds. And so, oh my goodness gracious, you know what I'm thinking right about now. If you are a regular listener of this show, you know that you hear me all the time distinguish between the type of account and the investment within the account. Roth IRA funds, that's a terminology for funds or money that is held inside of a Roth IRA account. There is no such thing as Roth IRA funds that are being held in any other type of account. Unfortunately, I think that average Joe was getting a little confused about this whole thing. So, you know, the basic premise is that when you have a traditional IRA, it's pre-tax money and you go to take a penny out and it's going to be subject to taxation, right? But um, I agree. What average Joe was trying to assert was that he did have basis inside of his traditional IRA. But here's the deal, average Joe. If you have basis inside of the traditional IRA, 
you have to let someone know, and I'm going to say that someone needs to be the IRS. So great idea to have these non-deductible contributions reported on the um, form 8606. It helps you track your basis, but the form has to be submitted once again to the IRS because they have no idea of what you're doing or what you're talking about. Well, as you can imagine, right about now, Average Joe has said, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. He is just sitting there asserting that all of this money, first of all, is in a Roth IRA account and that none of it is going to be subject to taxation. Well, goodness gracious. Okay, so clearly Average Joe, great person, but has definitely had a misunderstanding. And I think this is what happens, right? Because Average Joe and Jane are kind of like do-it-yourselfers. That works well as far as being in the accumulation stage when all you're trying to do is one thing, to save money. I totally get it, right? Because you're just kind of doing one thing. You are putting money away, aside in whatever buckets you're putting it aside in, um, you're kind of making some, we'll say, educated, um, if you will, choices, um, as you say, about investments, right? But it's so much more to that. When you go beyond the accumulation stage, even when you're in the accumulation stage, it's just that you don't admit it. But when you go beyond the accumulation stage, you're talking about way more sophisticated knowledge that has to be had in order for you to be successful. Because after all, we are literally talking about how to have a stress-free, tax-free, but certainly not scot-free retirement. My name is Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor, representative, estate planner, accountant, absolute favorite role, private wealth and tax advisor. As always, we are talking about tax-free wealth, We're talking about being in the 0% tax bracket. We're talking about a 0% income tax, 0% capital gains, 0% estate tax, 0% inheritance tax, and 0% excise tax. And we're talking about, in all honesty, this whole notion of realizing that tax-deferred money is nice, but tax-deferred money is always going to be subject to ordinary income tax rates. And so why, there's one instance that that it's different, but we'll talk about that in another show, but tax-deferred money stands for the proposition of being taxed when you make a withdrawal at ordinary income tax rates. And so we really would love to take our tax-deferred money and put it into the tax-free bucket. How do we go about doing that? That was the theme of today's podcast. It has been called Climbing the Roth Conversion Ladder. So unfortunately, we have come to the end of the show. I will say this. I'm sure there are plenty of questions. Our number is 866-621-6660. But I would also say that it's not just having a question. It's being at a position in life in which you understand the consequences of tax-deferred money, you understand the consequences of keeping tax-deferred money when the lower tax brackets are scheduled to end in 2025, but literally could end earlier. And so I'll go back to the original question that I asked Sam and Susie at the very beginning of the podcast. I asked them, 
What would you do if you knew that tax rates were going to increase not just back to the pre-Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, but they were going to go 25% beyond that, they were going to go 50% beyond that, or they were going to do either of those things and they were going to do it earlier than 2025. I think one of the things that we have to say that we've come to understand is that the loopholes, when they exist, the government is trying to close the tax loopholes. And when they do so, they give us less and less time in order to be prepared. You only have to look back to earlier this year. If you remember the SECURE Act, and I'm sure that you do, that was legislation that was passed at the end of 2019 and literally became effective on January 1st, 2020. We've come to the end of the show. Golly Wally, where does the time go? Our show for today has been entitled Climbing the Roth Conversion Ladder. Yes, as I said at the beginning of the show, we were doing a little bit of pre-election tax planning. And so I will say to you in the last few minutes, if you are age 55 and older, If you like the idea of having your very own human Roth conversion calculator, if you understand the idea of being prepared for the distribution phase, right? You want to be prepared when you have to make tax efficient withdrawal strategies and you do so by having the proper amount of funds allocated among those tax buckets. So again, our number is 866-621-6660. Again, that number is 866 621-6660. Let's stop procrastinating and let's do something to go from education to empowerment because it's all about Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. Thank you so much for joining us today. And Barbara, if you've joined us, get back to work. This concludes another episode of the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. Get ready to create tax-free wealth and start on the path to the 0% tax bracket. To receive your TaxSmart Tax Zero Toolkit, you can reach us by telephone at 866-621-6660 or text the word TAX to 301-900-5758 or send an email to tax at taxmarttaxzero.com. Want to attend our virtual seminar, Guide to Tax Minimization, Estate Planning, and Passive Real Estate Income? Text the word SEMINAR to 301-900-5758. Send an email to seminar at taxmarttaxzero.com and we'll register you and also keep you updated of all future virtual seminar dates and times. Don't forget to visit taxmarttaxzero.com and on our YouTube channel. There, you can like us and subscribe to learn more about our tax study group, Zero is My Hero, or attend our upcoming webinars. Follow us on Facebook and as always, sign up for our monthly tax newsletter and divorce Uncle Sam as the primary beneficiary of your wealth. Join us next week for another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. 